Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to The Nutrition Diva's Quick and Dirty Tips for Eating Well and Feeling Fabulous. Today, I'd like to share some thoughts about a story that's been in the news this week. As you've probably heard by now, Subway, Starbucks, and other national fast food chains are scrambling to remove a chemical called azodicarbonamide from their foods following a consumer protest. The online petition that started all this was launched by a blogger who makes a living writing and speaking about harmful food additives. Now, I noticed that she doesn't list any scientific or nutritional training and credentials in her bio, but... Don't let the apparent lack of expertise put you off. As she says on her website, the fact that she can get food companies to make changes in response to her quote-unquote investigations is proof that her charges are valid. But is it really? It's certainly proof of the power that we consumers wield. Companies will bow to our demands, no matter how irrational. Once we've gotten our teeth into the idea that something is harmful, whether it's GMOs or corn syrup or azodicarbonamide, it's often easier for companies to just give us what we want than to argue about whether it actually makes sense. Sometimes, of course, we are right, but sometimes we waste all that leverage on things that aren't really worth it. Now, please understand, I am not defending the use of azodicarbonamide or apologizing for food manufacturers. Most of them are more concerned with the health of their balance sheets than the health of their customers. We absolutely do need to pay attention to what's in our food. We should use our power as consumers to push for safer, more wholesome products. And by the way, we should not be surprised when the changes we insist on make our food a little more expensive. But I think we need to become more discriminating about our causes and our sources and not be such easy prey for well-intentioned but misguided vigilantes or those seeking primarily to advance their own interests. Azodicarbonamide is a chemical compound, and for a lot of people, that alone is reason enough to ban it. But obviously, just the fact that something is a chemical compound does not make it harmful. Oxygen is a chemical too. And it's also not as simple as dividing chemicals into natural and synthetic compounds. Many synthetic chemicals, such as antibiotics and other life-saving drugs, are true heroes. And many natural chemicals, such as ammonia, can be toxic. Furthermore, a so-called toxic chemical is not necessarily toxic in every context 
or at every level of exposure. I'll give you an example. Ingesting too much dihydrogen monoxide can put you into a coma. Inhaling the stuff can kill you. So why aren't we petitioning Subway to remove dihydrogen monoxide from their bread as well? Because this toxic chemical is also known as water. One of the ways that this blogger got everyone so excited was to point out that azodicarbonamide is also used in the production of foam rubber yoga mats and sneaker soles. Now, does this mean that we're eating rubber? Of course not. In fact, we're not even eating azodicarbonamide because it breaks down into other compounds long before it reaches us. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. If you stop and think about it, the fact that a food additive has other industrial uses has absolutely no bearing on anything. Of course, when you can instantly add your name to an online petition, that whole stopping and thinking process gets a little shortchanged. Let's try to put the image of that blogger tearing a bite off of her yoga mat out of our minds, set aside our irrational chemophobia, And take a more level-headed look at this chemical. Why is it in our food? And how much harm is it doing? Now, given their slavish devotion to the bottom line, food companies generally only use ingredients that serve some sort of purpose. And the purpose of adding azodicarbonamide to flour is to enhance gluten formation and make bread doughs rise better. Eliminating it will probably result in a slightly denser, less springy bread. And it might also slightly change the color of the bread. Depending on how much you like super fluffy, super white bread, these advantages may or may not be that important to you. So much for the pros. What are the cons? Well, the World Health Organization warns that azodicarbonamide is potentially dangerous when inhaled. But this only applies to workers who manufacture or handle large amounts of the raw material. As a food additive, azodicarbonamide may only be used in tiny amounts accounting for no more than 0.0045% of treated flour. And besides, as I said earlier, you don't actually ingest any azodicarbonamide when you eat bread made with it. During the mixing process, it breaks down into a compound called biurea, a compound that's readily excreted from the body. Other byproducts include semicarbazide and ethylcarbamate. Now, ethyl carbamate used to be used as a medicine until it was discovered that it caused cancer in rats. Although it's not used as an ingredient in foods, it is a natural byproduct of yeast fermentation. And accordingly, you'll find trace amounts of ethyl carbamate in almost all wine, beer, whiskey, soy sauce, and breads, whether or not they are made with azodicarbonamide. Ethyl carbamate cannot be completely eliminated from these foods, but efforts are being made to limit consumer exposure. 
And although there is some concern about the total amount of ethyl carbamate that people might be exposed to from all the different dietary sources, the primary source for most people is alcoholic beverages. Consider that one more reason to enjoy alcohol in moderation or not at all. But let's get back to the protest against Subway. It's true that adding azodicarbonamide as a dose strengthener increases the amount of ethyl carbamate you're getting. But removing it wouldn't completely eliminate your exposure. And here's the real point I want to make. Removing azodicarbonamide is not going to make fast food healthy. Americans have been eating fast food sandwiches made with azodicarbonamide for years. Now, if you don't eat that stuff very often, I really doubt you have anything to worry about. And if you do eat a lot of fast food sandwiches, I'd venture to say that azodicarbonamide is probably the least of your concerns. Take this chemical out of fast food and what do you have left? Food that's still low in nutrients and high in sugar, salt, and unhealthy fats. If you're really concerned about your health, I suggest skipping the fast food joints altogether and making more of your food at home using whole foods. How about we try to eat less white bread altogether and more fruits and vegetables? Let's make our peace with the fact that eating real food sometimes costs more and or takes more time, but it's well worth the investment. But above all, let's not waste our consumer power tilting at windmills or yoga mats. I think our energy and passion would be far better spent pushing for meaningful reform of the farm bill, for example, or improving our school lunch programs and the nutrition curricula in our schools. You'll find a transcript of today's episode along with links to a lot of the research I discussed at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Post them on the show's webpage or on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. And now have a great week and try to eat something good for me.